Soon, soon robots are gonna take over, yeah. and they're gonna take care of all the, all the, all the hard stuff. And soon, dude, soon people, people, robots are gonna be making some like hybrid babies. It's gonna be crazy. Is it crazy? Is it crazy to think? I'm talking about it's, it's <laughs> crazy to think. That's not to say it's not gonna happen though. There's gonna be people fucking robots making cyborg babies. People are already fucking robots already. That was actually also well, no, I mean, people. <laughs> People fucking robots is nothing new, <laughs> but people fucking robots to reproduce with the robots. That is the curveball. That's, that, that's soon there's going to be like a fertility clinics. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Blorp. Uh, it's just not viable. What do you mean? <laughs> well, uh, it, it, it's, it's just it's, it's very unlikely to happen. You either there, there's some preexisting conditions. No, I will be a mother to these children. Bleep, Blorp, please be quiet. No, you don't tell me what to do. I am my own woman. And then Bleep Blorp just destroys a fertility clinic. Just like semen raining down everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, Jack, it's raining semen outside. The, the apocalypse is nigh. Forget raining blood. No, the apocalypse is coming. <laughs> Well, all of that ties in perfectly to our song subject. So, welcome to the Song Topsy Report, everyone, uh, where we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And Steven Trollinger, unfortunately, uh, was not able to make it today f due to a last-minute uh, circumstance. <sighs> breaks my heart. He's not here, Nick. It breaks your heart my, that he's not here? My achy, breaky heart. It wow. Does. You know, it craves that attention he gives me. The uh, the neg he's negging me. I, I I miss the negging. You know, sounds almost like a, like a toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like, even even if he's browbeating you, like you still want and crave that attention. Crave it. <sighs> but he'll be back. He will. Yes, he will be back next episode. Uh, but in the meantime, we're gonna have to trudge on without him as we discuss the. Only real hit by uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, more probably well known for just being Miley Cyrus's dad, <laughs> yeah. uh, and his hit song "Achy Breaky Heart." Now it was funny. Like I, I was aware of this song before I'd even heard it, mm -hmm. just because it showed up on so many lists. By the way, this song has appeared on many, many lists of either the worst country songs ever written or worst songs from the '90s. It's kind of equal opportunity in that sense. Oh wow! Were you familiar with this before? I yeah. I mean, yes. like, you know, I was from the world place. It was probably That's on the right. radio all the time, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I, I was well aware of Achy Breaking Heart, mainly just the chorus, so I never really looked into the lyrics until today. And now yes. it's so dumb. <laughs> but it's about love. It's, a, it it's is, about... Well, mm, eh, eh. Is it about love? It's about... <laughs> I'm honestly trying to throw this song a bone before we get into it, but... Now, he couldn't get a bone. That's the problem. <laughs> Wait, he couldn't get a bone? I'm just saying, this lady wanted nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with yes. him. Yes. And he spends the entire song describing how every... How do I phrase this? Every part of him needs to have nothing to do with her. And that's all cool, except for the heart. I'm wondering if it's a euphemism for something else. That's all I'm saying. You can tell his arms, you can tell his legs, she can tell her friends. But at the end of the day, like, the love, man. He needs the, the love. Yeah. 
No, I think that's exactly what it's about. Or else it's going to blow up and kill somebody. Yes, yes, or or else he will... um, Really, yeah... uh, Hang on, let's... Uh, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Yes. I'm getting way ahead of myself. There's a whole sequel to this song <laughs> that we have to discuss as well. So uh, let's just start with a little bit of the song uh, Achy Breaky Heart uh, by Billy Ray Cyrus. You can tell my arms go back into the fall. You can tell my feet to hit the floor. Look at that hair. Mullet. <laughs> you can tell my lips to tell my fingertips. They won't be reaching out for you. We were doing as close an approximation of line dancing while still sitting down. I think that anyone could possibly do. Yeah. I love line dancing, Nick. I oh, think God, no. I think Mike. it is some of the best form. Jesus Christ. Um, Mike, so so much of my material was going to be about how the song repopularized line dancing and what an affront to humanity that was. You like line dancing? Listen, I, Nick, I was a roller skating DJ in college, okay? I would go to elementary <laughs> schools. He was just a roller skating DJ. She was just a small town girl. But to get sorry, that sounded like the pitch for a movie I really wanted to see. But no, please continue. Planet Skate Express. Uh, no. Um, so yeah, nothing. The best way to get everybody together, everybody up on the floor, everyone feeling the music together was with the line dancing. And, and we would teach these kids the hokey pokey, the the electric slide, the chicken dance. If I had known Achy Breaking Heart could have been a line dance, I would have went right in there with it, too. So you're saying it, it, it can, it's almost like a gateway drug into just being more social like at like an event. Because <laughs> line, line dance- dancing is the gateway drug to parties. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, because line dancing, like, it doesn't require any human contact necessarily. It doesn't require necessarily knowing how to dance because most of it is fairly simplistic. I can almost respect it in that sense. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Just like I could, essentially, it's like me saying, I respect marijuana because it gets you hooked on crap. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm saying, I suppose. Oh, this 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 age today, this age today where these kids are all out clubbing and grinding up on each other was all started because of the Macarena back in the day. Is that what you're saying, Nick? Is that what you're saying? I was not saying that <laughs> at all, but that's quite a theory. The Macarena is not even line dancing. That's solo dancing. Like, you can just be doing the Macarena by yourself, like... If you're up doing the Macarena by yourself and there's not no one else, like, in a line doing it with you, you're gonna look crazy. Trust me, I've done it plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, but Achy Breaky Heart is a uh, 1991, it was written in a country song, written by a gentleman actually named Don Von Tress. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus did not write this song. He didn't write it. It was written for him to perform on his debut album, Some Gave All, which was a massive success. It was a huge, I think it was, I don't know if it still is, but at least at one point was the uh, highest selling debut album by anyone ever. Wow. And it became one of the first, Achy Breaky Heart, the lead single from it, became one of the first singles to ever achieve triple platinum status in Australia, of all places. And it was the top best selling single in Australia, uh, just all together. I wouldn't trust, no, no offense to my Aussie brethren out there, yes. love you all, but I I don't know how much I trust their their, their musical like insight because uh, one of the number one songs for karaoke nights is Bob the Builder from the children's TV show. Every 
karaoke bar I went to. It was St. Oh, you one. went to Australia. I was in Australia. I went okay, to Australia. Okay, sorry. Nick. This is what I want to understand. Oh, oh well, to all the listeners out there, especially my Australian brethren. Yes, I lived in Australia for four months. See, that's amazing. <laughs> like, who wants to hear? Do you know how many karaoke bars I've been to in New York where uh, Don't Stop Believing comes on every goddamn night? That's where how often. If it was Bob the Builder instead, <laughs> that's so much better. I would so much... I would so rather be surrounded by a bunch of rowdy drunk Australians singing Bob the Builder than I would sloppy Long Islanders who came into Manhattan for the night to sing Don't Stop Believing" or Mr. Brightside or whatever else white people sing when they all get together. Bob the Builder's short and sweet. I think you're right. Yes. I think you're right. Everyone gets rowdy. Everyone's screaming, can we fix it? And then you roll on to the next thing. Like, <laughs> Let it be known. You heard it here on the Song Topsy Report first. Bob the Builder's theme song is the best song ever written. It is perfect for every social situation. What is not perfect for every social situation, though, is Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> now, it's weird. Achy Breaky Heart, like I said, has made many lists of either the worst songs from the 90s or the worst country songs. And I honestly don't know what criteria to judge it on. Like, the only way I can kind of, like, compare my experience with this song is, like, you know when you watch... Say you're watching, like, a science fiction movie from the 50s, mm. and there's some monster, and the special effects look really bad. Obviously, because, like, you know, we're contemporary. We can obviously see, oh, that's a guy in a costume or whatever. Right, right. What I have trouble understanding is what special effects looked bad to people at the time and what special effects looked good. Because, to me, it's, it's all ruined for me because I, I know they all, they're all fake, but I wonder if even at the time, people in the 50s were like, okay, that's a bad special effect. That's a good special effect. Mm. Much like Achy Breaky Heart, I don't know if this was considered a bad song really to everyone at the time or if it just seems so bad because we are living in the present looking back on it. Like, did the people... Because this song did... I mean, like I said, it was a massive hit. So did people... Did this this seem like a good song at any point, I guess, is what I'm trying to... You know, as a kid... Now, this is interesting. Uh, So, so, like, um, when the internet first came out, Everyone's blown away, right? Everyone's like, whoa, it's the internet. This is yes. crazy, right? And as a kid, I was like, oh, cool. Like, this is awesome. Like, I was pretty amped. I was playing some games online. But then, like, the search engines, I'd be like, I'd try to search. Like, a, like there was nowhere to there was no, there was nowhere to go. You'd, like, yeah. want to look for something, and there was nothing because it was brand new, you know? And I'd be like, this, this is this shit. I don't care how blown away I am that the internet exists now. We're all doing it. But so maybe they did. Maybe they were, like, good effect, bad effect, you know? Because some things are timeless, so it was obviously good. Some things, some things are timeless, and some things are achy breaky heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> no. But oh, that so that is not to say that this song is perfectly timeless because Billy Ray Cyrus felt the need to do a very recently new version of this song called Achy Breaky Two, which we will discuss at length later uh, because it is jaw dropping. But we do have to discuss we have to we have to lay the groundwork. We have to lay the foundation that is uh achy breaky heart. So let's uh let's let's dive into this in earnest. So the song starts off Wait. <laughs> you can burn my clothes. Just set them on fire. I yeah. don't care. Forget it. I, yeah. Take all my stuff. Just set it on fire. Like <laughs> He's gonna get more pissed when the... it just doesn't. Is his heart an idiot? You know what I mean? Like his Billy Ray Cyrus's heart an idiot? The heart specifically, like all the other parts of him are getting the clues. Oh shit! She set my clothes on fire. She's talking shit about me to her friends. 
telling my arms and legs to get out of here. <laughs> telling my fingers I can't touch them. The heart's like, nah, we're still in, dude. We're good. <laughs> we're good. I don't know if that's the best uh, argument to make, though, because I think the whole point, you know, the, the, the whole cliche is, you know, the heart versus the mind. It's almost like the heart is independent from the mind. The heart just wants what the heart wants. Head be damned. Head be so... I want to start a band called Head Be Damned. Uh, but the heart, the heart is just pure emotion. So he's saying every other part of my body can, every, I'm okay. I'm going to, yes. Ha ha ha. He's talking about penis, everyone. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to say the sentence the, the way I thought it, even though it doesn't technically make sense. The, every other part of his body is able to wrap its head around the fact that uh, this lady is leaving, except his heart. His arms can wrap his his arms can wrap their head around her leaving, but his heart can't wrap its head around the fact that she's leaving. Does that clarify things for everyone? Yeah, he says you can tell the world you never was my girl. You can burn my clothes when I'm gone. And that, what you've just heard is basically the setup for the entire song. Name a part of the body, say what you can say to it to imply that you're not there anymore. So he said, you can tell my arms to go back to the farm. He's a farm boy. So, so but like, like, go back to the, is she not at the farm with him? I don't know. Maybe he was from the farm and then... He met her in the suburbs, so and he moved out. He, yeah, so he, he moved out. He, his left, whole life. he left the farm life behind him. There's cows that haven't been milked in months. Chickens are owning the coop now, and he left the farm. So now, at least his arms, at least can go back to the farm and maybe start picking up the slack that he left behind. All right, guys, I'll, I'll be there in a few weeks. If you could just go, you know, pick up the slack, get those cows milked, okay. No, I know it's going to be... It's, Mike is holding his arms out and talking to them as though they were sentient beings that could go back. It's going to be a tough few weeks for me too, boys. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I will try to channel Steve a little bit in terms of what I think he would be saying. He'd be like, all right, you literal-minded assholes. He didn't mean the arms were actually going to leave and go back to the farm, okay? And I'd be like, yes, yeah, Steve, that's true, but... He runs with this metaphor, with his legs, I'm sure, runs with this metaphor <laughs> throughout the entire song. And I don't think it's a great setup for one because, I mean, oh. the, the last line of the stanza is, uh, and you can, uh, or you can tell my lips, you, okay, so you can tell my lips to tell my fingertips that they won't be reaching out for you no more. That's that's so many steps. She's got a big problem with the fingertips, okay? They there was like an issue at like the last Christmas dinner or something. They had a big argument. She's like, I am done with fingertips, okay? So if if, if fingertips have something they want to say to it's me. It's so weird. It's not hands. <laughs> specifically fingertips. A, the palms, oh, they they're a third party that unfortunately has been involved in this whole situation. <laughs> but but you know what it is? It's because the fingertips, they like to poke, man. They like to poke. You think Blair Ray Cyrus was just poking her? <laughs> he just kept poking, poking, digging in, just digging into things that she didn't want to talk about. And she's like, fingertips? I've had up to here. I I told you enough is enough. I warned you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
We're done. If you have something to say, tell lips, and they'll tell me. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lips are the mediator between her and all of Billy Ray Cyrus's other body parts. So she can't talk to Billy, but she can tell his lips to convey messages to other parts of his body. Yeah. And he, Billy Ray understands this. He's like, you can tell my lips... And they will convey to whatever else. Because you know what? That you know what? Now that I think about it, this is a deeply misogynistic song. Okay? He can't it's not like he can he can't stand the thought of having a woman tell him what to do. She has to tell his lips so that a man is telling him what to do. Which is so you know, you know what? Golden Globes just happened recently, okay? The Me Too movement, which is long overdue, is going full swing now, and it is a great thing. And Billy Ray Cyrus here is just a relic from a misogynistic past because he can't... St- you know, that's probably why she's leaving him in the first place, you know? Because he wasn't listening. You, he, he, he never says any point, you can tell my ear... Wait, does he say anything about ears? Does he say the ear? If he doesn't mention the ears, Nick, you're He does not it. mention the ears. Because he's never listening, Nick. He's no. just talking. He's he, just talking. He's just talking, not listening. And if she wants to convey anything, she has to have, she has to tell Billy Ray Cyrus, whose masculine lips then have to tell the rest of him. God, what a piece of shit. What a piece of shit, dude. Don't tell my heart, my aching, heart. Oh, God, he's doing just a little hip swing. And there are so many middle-aged women line dancing in this music they video. They are all So bad. many with 90s haircuts aplenty. I want to see the 90s haircuts come back, man. Come well, they, on. It's fun. I mean, it's, fashion. It's fun. Fashion. <laughs> well, listen, fashion is cyclical. So I think, I think 80s nostalgia is like, you know, we're kind of in the middle of 80s nostalgia. But I think, I think come like 2020 and a little bit after, um, we're going to get the 90s back. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. In two years, we'll all have 2020 vision. <laughs> and if you tell my heart, my achy, heart, he might blow up and kill this man. Now, so, 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 there's a new man in the photo. Is that right? Or the picture? Or the, uh... <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, he's just saying, if you, if you tell my heart, my, well, if you tell my lips to tell my heart, I guess is what he should have said. Uh, my achy, breaky heart, he, he might blow up and kill this man. So his heart is also masculine. Typical. And he's... he. Oh! Oh my god! What? Oh my god! It's... Here I was thinking, there's another man, he's gonna blow up with, like, feelings, and he's gonna murder somebody, but in reality, he is... Because he's... He is... Billy Ray Cyrus is... Is explaining to us that he is so many different parts. His he's the arms, arms, he's legs, <laughs> fingertips, the heart, right? But the heart, Nick, the heart, Nick, is the 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 main source to this man, right? Yes. To this man, the man being Billy Ray, and the and the singer is just the essence, the soul of Billy Ray, who's like, listen, like I'm chilling out in this. <laughs> I'm chilling out in this carbon-based life form, but if you if you so happen to tell the heart of this body I'm in that you're done, it's gonna blow up. The hearts, the chest will explode, and then kill this man, man being Billy Ray Cyrus. But that seems like a really dick move. He, in not so many words, I feel like he's saying, if you tell my heart in or tell my lips, tell my heart that it's over, I will commit suicide. I think he's doing it in a more poetic way, but he's saying, I will die, which is manipulative, man. Yeah, you can tell your dog to bite my leg. 
<laughs> so she's burning his <laughs> she's burning all his belongings. Yes. She's sticking her dog on him. Yep. She's screaming at all the body parts. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop. There's only one way to kill this man. You have to talk to this guy right here. All right? And there's a whole lot. Of- Sounds more like a horror movie. He can't be killed. You have to aim for the heart. He's a vampire. Hi, I'd like to have a meeting with Billy Ray Cyrus's heart. I'm sorry. He's booked for months. It's like, These yeah, are the lips talking. Yeah, the lips. Ah, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> You're not going to be able to see him for a few months. I need to see him now. <laughs> Tell you, brother. Okay, yeah, and he says, uh, or tell your Aunt Louise, tell anything you please. I'm curious as to where Aunt Louise factors in in this picture. Now, it's possible that Billy Ray Cyrus just wanted a simple rhyme, but I don't think it's that simple. I think that they're... I think she may have been a, um, I think there may be a love triangle situation going on. Oh, um, Nick, I think you, you might be on, you might be on to something. You might be on to something. You think? Or, 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 maybe he hated Aunt Louise. Oh, no. And there was a falling out, right? I, I'm all about the falling out with this one. <laughs> There's a lot of falling out happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can tell my eyes, watch out for my mind. It might be walking out on me today. His mind might be walking out on him today, so he's lost his mind. Yeah, he says, or you can tell my eyes to watch out for my mind. It might be walking out on me today. So <laughs> he's 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 so heartsick, he's going crazy. He's going cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. I now how do you, boy? So he's walking around like this uh, like all day, like just eyes are rolling. Yeah, out Mike's eyes are rolled back so, into his socket like, like he's possessed. <laughs> you got yeah, keep an eye. Keep an eye on the mind, man. Oh, man. Oh, wait. Steve is back. It's not literal, you guys, okay? It's not literal. I don't know, Steve. I don't know. (laughs) Waka waka. He must be so happy he's not here. Oh, Um, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And then, yeah, the song goes on with the chorus, but I got to say... If you you go to the the actual music video for this, the... Billy Ray Cyrus Vivo. Some of the comment sections are interesting. A lot of them are just like, obviously, comments about Miley Cyrus, of course. Oh, because, gotta be, gotta yes. be. Uh, because Billy Ray Cyrus had a huge spike in popularity with this song, and then throughout the late 90s, early 2000s, it kind of faded. But then when uh, Hannah Montana became a thing, he kind of re-rose to popularity again. He had a little bit of a renaissance, uh, which culminated in a song that we're going to be talking about in just a few minutes. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to read some of the comments on the YouTube page. The first one, I don't think it's serious, but it was so good, I just had to mention it. It's, uh, it's, it's a comment made by TRT Jeff, and it just says, quote, if this isn't your wank music, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> and, the, and the next one is by uh, Crystal Walsh, spelled C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L. One of those crystals. <laughs> oh. Who said, quote, Love this song so much, and I play this anytime, and this song I would listen to anytime, and I play it anytime on YouTube. Big, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> But uh, I don't think she will listen to it any time, Mike. I don't know if you're aware. I don't think her lips were appropriately talking to the fingertips when writing that message. Yes, though. yeah, I, there, I there was some disconnect. <laughs> she needed a Billy Ray Cyrus uh, mediator to help convey this message. <laughs> I love this song anytime. 
And then the other one was uh, I used uh, by Stephen K08. Uh, I used to make out with my cousin to this song. Good times. Well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? Depending on the uh, location of him. Oh, God. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> You've researched all the rules. Oh, yo, Nick, I know the rules. <laughs> Some states, it's okay, Nick. <laughs> Just don't make babies. There are. You can make out. I think you can do like a PSA poster. It's just you, Mike Russell, with your thumb up saying, in some states, it's okay. <laughs> now, well, like I was alluding to earlier, like, Achy Breaky Heart, I don't think is a particularly good song, but like, I don't, like, I, I, I can't quite, I, I wasn't, it, when this song came out, I wasn't like the right age, I wasn't the right, lo- I, you know, I was a baby, and I wasn't like, like, I don't know how... I can't quite understand how bad this song was to people who uh, were introduced to it at the time it came out. But... Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, in conjunction with a producer named Bucky uh, Buck22, came out with a new version of Achy Breaky Heart called Achy Breaky 2, which came out in 2014. And this song, I am absolutely able to judge in the context of the time period. Yes. And it is... How would you describe it? Mike, you just heard it today for the first time. I How- did, for the first time, yeah. Uh, Nick, this this thing is a, a burning, steaming pile of garbage. Like, I mean, at least this song, you know, you could, like, with the original, you're like, ah, it's country, it's using some metaphors. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about It's inoffensive in the end. But this is just, I mean, I... I don't know if he just happened to like Billy Ray Cyrus. He's like, I need that for the backtrack. Let's throw it in here. And then, I mean, because when you're... <laughs> I can't, Nick. I just can't. There's there's no... There's no, there's like an attempt for a story, I guess. But the... the, the, the oh, the story? <laughs> the story in which Larry, actual Larry King, introduces a, um, a news story about an alien abduction, which then abducts... Billy Ray Cyrus, present day Billy Ray Cyrus, who is walking through the woods with a small black child, who are both abducted by an alien. The small child immediately then becomes an adult on the spaceship, who is Buck 22, and the spaceship is piloted by basically naked women, like you know, women with the with the with the barest legal amount of clothing required to be in a music video on YouTube. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a rap. I think hip hop is the actual hip, term. Hip hop. Hip hop is apparently a genre. I love that term. I yes, love it kind of tells term. you everything you need to know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so this is Achy Breaky Two by Buck Twenty Two featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. And yeah, we do have to start with the uh, laying of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Larry King, and I apologize for bringing you this startling information this evening. But there is some late breaking news that I thought I should make you aware of. Billy Ray Cyrus is making new music. (laughs) It's been verified that there has been an unidentified flying object seen transcending over Europe, last tracked by the United States Air Force. It's traveling at a rate of over 35,000 miles an hour. It's just seen hovering over Daniel Boone National Forest in eastern Kentucky, home of the greatest ever Muhammad Ali, a.k.a. Cassius Clay. Okay. What? <laughs> I don't get that last part. I, th- I think Larry King was like, hey, can I just work in this one line for me? Uh, sure, it doesn't really make much sense, but yeah, go for it. The greatest ever Muhammad Ali. Because Cassius Clay was Muhammad Ali's actual name, but I don't know what he means, the greatest Muhammad Ali. Cash- Why didn't he just I say- don't get it, Mike. <laughs> it makes no sense, and it's stupid. 
All right, so then it goes on to uh, a black and white image of Bi- of uh, Billy Ray and I- I'm assuming young Buck 22. I don't know why. I don't know why he's a kid. I don't know why he's a kid. No, that's okay, weird. so they get abducted. No, it doesn't. It does not sound right. How this shit happened? Let me tell you, BRC. It happened because I happened to meet up with Billy Cyrus. It happened because I rang the alarm and broke the silence. It happened because I'm... Uh, um, wait, it's, could, you, uh, could you read that back to me? What, uh, what, what are the lyrics? The lyrics? So, uh, Billy Ray gets on the ship and the first... The, you know what? <laughs> The irony was lost to me before, but now I just realized the very first line that is said is by Billy Ray Cyrus, and he says, how'd this shit happen? Which, if I had to summarize a song in one sentence, I would say, that's it. I feel like that was Billy Ray Cyrus in the recording booth. They accidentally just caught this audio, and you're like, no, that's a perfect introduction. Love it. And then uh, Buck22 says, let me tell you, BRC. They're apparently close enough where uh, he calls him BRC. Yeah. And he says, it happened because I happened to meet up with Billy Cyrus. It happened because I, I rang the alarm and broke the silence. It happened because I'm slipping on that good Kentucky whiskey. It happened because I'd rather be lucky than good. Boy, Nick, I mean, with the current climate, there's a lot of different ways I could uh, analyze this. Which, which line specifically? Uh, well, <laughs> breaking the silence and then <laughs> let me just go with the basic one. Uh, <laughs> How'd this shit happen? Let me tell you, BRC, Billy Cyrus. It all happened when I happened to meet up with Billy Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, BRC. It happened. Is he talking in the third person? Or was he addressing Billy Ray Cyrus? And now it's turning his attention to the unfortunate listening audience. Yeah. Oh, because... um. Billy Ray Cyrus actually did do an interview explaining how the song came about. He uh, Rolling Stones interviewed Billy Ray Cyrus about how Achy Breaky 2 came to be. <laughs> oh, God. So, so the first question that they asked him is, how did Achy Breaky 2 come about? Now, imagine the least likely first sentence you can respond to that question with. And that was what Billy Ray Cyrus responded with. So the question, how did Achy Breaky 2 come about? Billy said, quote, the story starts with a song I wrote the day after Columbine. <laughs> if, if y'all aren't familiar with Columbine, that was one of the huge first, not first, but like one of the big national shootings. Yes, like, yes. Uh, 1999, I that was, I was actually on my way to Disney World that day. Really? You remember? Oh, yeah. Well, I was waiting in the airport. And it was all over the TVs. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this kind of puts a damper on like the beginning of a great vacation for a kid. You know, like, <laughs> also, so sad for the victims. Dude, I was going to Disney World. <laughs> I didn't think much. I would hold that against you. <laughs> yeah. I was 11, Nick. Come on. <laughs> Fuck you. You should have had a more social conscience then. But regardless, so when you hear this song. So that, no. I mean, he, he goes on to uh, clarify that he met um, Diane Warwick, uh, famous uh, musician whose son was Buck 22. And so Buck 22 then said, hey, can I do a version of Aki Breaking Heart? But he started the story with saying, it starts with a song I wrote the day after Columbine. And then later on, as if that wasn't enough, in that same interview, 
he uh, Rolling Stone asks, how do you know Larry King? Because you know Larry King was in the beginning. And Billy Ray responds with, on September 11th, the day America was attacked, <laughs> I was in Canada filming a TV show called Doc. And, <laughs> and he goes on to explain that's where he met him, but like he frames everything like within the context of national tragedies. Like all I know now about Aki Breaky Two is that every tra- every national tragedy over the past twenty five years has been associated with this song. Like that oh yeah that that guitar you like the guitar you're using in the song where'd you get it Well I bought that guitar the day after the Challenger exploded and it was really just like a memorable experience for me. Um, How'd you first get into music? Well, my grandpa started playing music the day after Pearl Harbor, and it really kind of inspired me to just continue going. This song, Aggy Breaky 2, is the one common thread that runs through every national tragedy, folks, okay? It's right in front of you. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all spelled out right there, folks. <laughs> We're going Alex Jones now. <laughs> look, 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 the globalists don't want you to know the truth, but Buck 22 is a CIA operative. He is working for the deep state. But anyway, uh, it goes on where Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, shameful, well, I'll Shame, get it. I'll, shamelessly, come on. Well, I'll get into that later because there, there's a lyric about Miley Cyrus later on in the song oh. that is worth addressing. But. All, all the scantily clad women on this spaceship, by the way, are vaping. I don't know why, but that just seemed to be the choice the director wanted to make. Uh, yeah. the, the vaping's cool, you know? <laughs> you, don't like, uh, you don't like vaping once in a while, Nick? You don't ever... I, uh, little head of the hookah? Little, I smoked uh, a hookah, yeah. but I don't, I don't understand on any level. This song is... I don't understand why it was, why it was necessary to write, uh, <laughs> where... <laughs> instrumentally and musically it's coming from it was necessary for one reason nick there why, was why one was, why reason was that? because buck 22 was thirsty man he was thirsty and he's like god it's been a while you know what i need i just need to be in an alien spaceship with as many women as possible uh and I'll make up some bullshit story as to why we're here. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't. They never explain why they're on a spaceship. That's the bullshit story, Nick. No bullshit story has a real rhyme or reason. He wanted to get grinded on by ten different ladies on a spaceship. That's it. That's the only... And Billy Ray Cyrus was like, you know what? Buck 22, I, I, rem- I remember that day after Columbine when I wrote that song to Met Your Mother. And I promised her that if she ever needed me to do a favor for her, God damn it, I would. So if her hormonally active son needs a spaceship full of ladies music video, well, gosh darn damn it, I'm going to get it for him. And I guess, you know, in a way, that misogyny that we were discussing with the original Achy Breaky Heart just carries through in a more contemporary setting in this song. <laughs> Women don't have any lines. They don't have any real contribution. They're just there. And and there's Dude, a just what you do, got me stuck constant you like twerking. Nigga, I swear you're 100%. Proof. And if I forget to mention, you got my attention. The only thing I'm asking you to do. Like they're, they're, they're literally just grabbing onto the walls. Like a whole line of, like I said, mostly naked women. Just twerking in front of uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and, uh, and Buck 22. What was the last lyrics he just said right there? Yeah, these are the lyrics. Yo. Like, (laughs) 
there's nothing here. There's no substance to this. Yes, song. that's what I'm trying to convey. The to you. only substance is more booze. This is a more so- booze and more ladies. If you're <laughs> Achy Breaky Two is a song about nothing for no one. So don't tell his heart. <laughs> the heart. <laughs> There ain't no, cause he ain't got no feelings, Nick. He's on that ship for one thing. There's only one. There's only one body part he wants these ladies talking to. That's it. His lips, so that they can convey to the rest of the body. <laughs> but you're right. Like any semblance of, like I don't even. What? Why? Why even make an achy breaky heart? You know, like like Billy Ray's, like the original song, at least was kind of about something. This is just a chorus from an old song stuck into a contemporary song that is about nothing. It's about nothing, Mike. Yeah. It's nothing. Although they did bring back line dancing, Nick, which I can't disagree. That's nice. Twerking is not line dancing. Come on. If you got a line of people and they're doing one dance move, it's a line dance, Nick. Is they are takes. You know what? And I'll tell you this much. What? I would not mind being around a twerking line dance. I think that's great. I think that's great. <laughs> I think this is a beautiful song about a beautiful subject. And everybody gets up and everyone's doing I'll twerk a little bit, man. Fuck it. Let's. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of funny and endearing. It just seems like... Uh, Leering, and I, I, I feel gross watching this music video because there's, there's, there's no subtlety about it. Or do you not have such a? Do you have no such moral conundrum? I don't know, Nick. It's tough. It's tough for me. For example, this is a shit song. This is awful. This but is- you're saying you can almost see past it because of the beautiful quote-unquote line dancing on display. <laughs> Got a soft spot for the line dancing. <laughs> I think it's a hard spot. Got a hard spot. <laughs> You are not mistaken. Oh my god. Got everybody wondering who I am. Miley keeps twerking. Daddy's song is working. Now Billy sing that crazy hook again. There's a lot there to unpackage. So just in case you didn't hear it, uh, the line was, uh, I've been next to BRC up on TMZ, got everybody wondering who I am. The only thing I'll give credit for is that uh, Buck22 acknowledges nobody knows who the fuck he is. He's just been a producer like, behind the scenes, but that's not the important part. Uh, then he says, Miley, as in Miley Cyrus, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, Miley keeps twerking. Daddy's song is working. Now Billy sing that crazy hook again, and then Billy sticks his head in with a wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. (laughs) Now, he has still literally said. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? Nothing. Very excited. He's just talking about himself. Yeah, it's still about nothing. Baby, don't you say a thing. Just do what you do. Got me stuck. Uh, got me stuck on you like liquor. I swear, you're hundred proof. Ooh, what cleverness. What wit. Oh my, that's it. Baby, don't say a thing. Don't tell my heart. Forget. I thought he. I thought he wanted them talking to like the you know his member or whatever. But no, he doesn't even want that. He doesn't want them talking to anything. He just wants them the line f- dancing. <laughs> just twerk, ladies. Just twerk. <laughs> but to me, the thing that stuck out was was the reference to Miley Cyrus. He says, so, like I I just want to I want to clarify what is happening right now. I should have written this out because it's a very complicated complicated thought process. But is the song deeply sad on some level that Billy Ray Cyrus is at this point? Billy Ray Cyrus is at the point where he is appearing, uh, 
as like a as like a throwback in someone else's song because this is technically a Buck Twenty Two song featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. And this artist who wrote this song is talking about his daughter twerking, like that. That's the only reference to his daughter. So you are appearing in a song where another artist is just writing about, hey, your 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 daughter twerks a lot, and just to just to drive that point home in the music video, we're going to show a bunch of naked ladies with their butt cheeks jiggling. <laughs> And Billy Ray Cyrus sees all of this, and the only thing he has to say about it is, wrecking ball. (laughs) Shout out, Molly. I love you. (laughs) Like, that is his only, that that is his acknowledgement that he is okay with everything that has happened so far. You know, but, (laughs) I don't know if I'd say sad. I mean, it's kind of sad, because this is just. I mean, it's garbage. <laughs> it's just a... What, this is? I just have to... Hey, I just have to skip to the end because there's this one section that kind of just... is the. It's, it's like the end of the song. It's like the perfect way to end a song of this caliber. They threw in a, a ghetto rap horn at the end of the song. However, Nick. <laughs> Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Do I think that him giving a shout out to Miley, his daughter, and like being a part of this and having this guy like name drop his daughter for twerking is something that his daughter Miley would be against? Absolutely not. No. I believe that she would be 100% on board with everything that just happened here. Hundred percent. Yeah. Although she might think the rap's shit because it is. It's complete garbage. I mean, the whole idea behind it is just this guy. Honestly, the entire song. The entire song is two things. Uh, the no. The entire song is a name drop. It is like a yes. It is like a four. Is this is a three and a half true. minute name drop. This is like this is someone. This is a name drop with nothing attached to it. Just I know Billy Ray Cyrus. Let me tell you for three and a half minutes. That was the working title up until the very end. <laughs> the other half. But that's exactly right. The audio is the name drop, and the video is the dream. The, <laughs> okay? That's, that's, and Billy Ray gave, yeah, all right, you can use my name anytime. Here's a song. Here's a three and a half minute name drop you can use. And also, your mother mentioned you wanted, like, twerking ladies all over you on a spaceship. I'm on it. It's been a childhood <laughs> dream. <laughs> that is what Achy Breaky 2 is. And you know what? How dare you, Nick, come at come at Billy Ray Cyrus for, for granting the dreams of a young man. This is his Make-A-Wish Foundation equivalent. Except he's rich and he's not a kid dying. I want to give a wealthy, successful man an excuse to be in a spaceship doing terrible raps surrounded by naked women. R- rich kids have dreams too, Nick. It's part of our new Song Topsy Report found, uh, charitable foundation, the Make-A-Rich Foundation, where we just give dream projects to people who have enough money to just make them happen anyway. Oh, God. But, like, I'm not saying Aggie Breaky Heart had a particularly good legacy. I'm just saying whatever semblance of a legacy it may have had was just... had a stake driven through its Aggie Breaky Heart in, in that Billy Ray Cyrus is present in this. He does not care. He just does not care. He's happy to just grab whatever scraps of fame his name can still get. Yes, yeah. Mike is collecting the scraps of fame. Honestly, at this point in my life, Nick, I, I, I take every scrap I can. Oh, I would too. <laughs> I feel like if I was in a situation, I would too. He's had 14 albums come out, I think, over the course of his career. And like, you know, 
Did you know he had two albums come out like in the past three years? No, you didn't. Nobody did. I didn't even know he said Aki Break Your Heart, but I knew they could Break Your Heart, so it must okay, have maybe, made some money. Yes. It just must have made some yes. money. Like, I just don't think you'd understand. <laughs> oh, man, Nick. It's it, it, it's almost like a Greek tragedy in a way. These, these Aki Break Your Heart and Aki Break Your Two are just like two bookends to a career that spiked, went down, and is now just... <laughs> Just floating in that it's floating in that in that ethereal space reserved for the kinds of celebrities who have to go on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Which actually Billy Ray Cyrus was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> per- perfect then. It's yes. perfect. Yes. This is what your biggest hit has turned into. A freaking name drop and a make a rich foundation dream come true. That's <laughs> I hope one day, Nick, I hope one day that that all of my self can come down and be name drops for people. That would be great. Because <laughs> I know you would appear in whatever video anyone wanted you to be in. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I would be the, uh, the Nicolas Cage or the Samuel L. Jackson of, of, of everything. <laughs> These are two wildly different people. <laughs> but they're in everything. You know what I mean, right? That's, uh, that's true. I guess. I don't know. I was more thinking of like the quality of uh, of of the of the work because I feel like oh you want to know the the like the Samuel Jackson is on masterclass right now teaching acting Nicolas Cage, uh well is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for uh for the achy breaky legacy achy breaky heart and achy breaky two. It's not even achy well, breaky heart two. It's achy breaky two because <laughs> there's no heart in the song. There's no heart. Thank you very much for listening to us. Wow. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, or you can just check us out on our website, thesongtopsyreport.com. And if you have any bad song suggestions, you can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com, or you can just uh, private message us on any of our social media platforms, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, and you can follow me personally on Twitter at Nick Brigadier or on Instagram at Nick Brigadier. Uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, yes. Um... You can find me at MrMikeRussell.com. And uh, the inst- as for the social media, please, I've been I've been following the shit out of people on Instagram. Yes, he's Desperately been... trying to get more of you not followers. Not desperately. No, not desperately. With a yeah. sense of fulfillment. Fulfillment. I swear. You know, <laughs> I have seen. Yeah, Mike, show how desperate we are. Well, I don't know. Our Instagram followers right now consist greatly of children, old people, and Satanists. Yes. So, no, hey, no problem. If anyone's enjoying the... the we. Appreciate all of you listeners, but yes, Shem Hem for Ash, hail Satan to all of our Satanist <laughs> listeners. Uh, but yeah, we'd love anyone who's listening. Please get on there. We're we're, we're posting more and more uh, as the days go by, and we just love hearing back from you. Also, um, yeah, what like Nick said, song suggestions, critique, feedback. Yeah, we're, we we are very close to having enough uh, submissions for a listener episode, which we're very excited about. We got some good bad songs. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. And uh, hey, and if you uh, so let us know. Also, uh, your um, what you would wish for if you were in the Make a Rich Kid Foundation. Yes. If you have a lot of money and you want to have your dreams come true and just not spend your money on it, uh, let us know what your yeah. Make a Rich Foundation wish would be. And what body part you whisper to at night. <laughs> and I'm sure Stephen Trollinger would say that you can follow him on Twitter at Your Man Trollo uh, or his website, which, by the way, just between uh, you and me, listeners... Um, his website actually isn't ready. Yet. I knew it. He can, he he always he always pitches it at yes. the end of the episode. He's convinced people years later who are listening to those episodes it will have already existed by then, so he just doesn't have to say it. Any listeners listen out there? 
if, if you want to get Steve to make his website, go to my website and post it on his Twitter. Just, yes. just link, put the link, MrMikeRussell.com. Just troll Mr. him. MR. His name is Trollinger. He's used to it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, on that note, I think that's just about it for uh, the Achy Breaky Legacy. What, what body part do you think Steve whispers to? <sighs> his, uh... His, uh, the medulla oblongata, whichever part is just anger in your brain. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. Me, me, me and his uh, medulla talk all the time. I love it. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You have very active conversations here. Well, when he's back next week, he can let us know exactly what it is. Uh, but until then, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs>